the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, 602-508-0960. Mr. Giuliani got detained. That's okay. Uh, Detained. (laughs) That may have the wrong implication for an attorney. He uh, got sidetracked, and uh, that's okay. Uh, We'll take your call, 602-508-0960. With the great John Voigt coming up in just a little bit, he wanted to come on the show and talk about his case for Donald Trump and why he thinks it is so monumentally important. Uh, do I still have Greg, Bill? I, my board is down. Greg in Scottsdale, we'll start with you. Hi, Greg. Welcome. Hi, thanks. I just uh, send my thanks to uh, Mayor Giuliani for freeing up some time for me. I really appreciate that. You Maybe, bet. Uh, <laughs> just wondering, do you have like a little cheat sheet that we can go take a look at, and I'm talking like for down-ballot stuff, like for judges and whatnot, or do you not do that? No, it's a great question. I, um, I, I have, it's funny, you know, um, it's the first time I've ever uh, had so many calls this year on, uh, on, on, on ju- judicial elections, and I'll just share with you uh, what I have said um, with others which is, you know, I wish we didn't elect them. I just, I just wish we didn't have a system that elected judges because I, I don't think it's appropriate. But given the system we have, I don't know most of them, though there is a leftist effort to unseat an important judge who I vote yes on and encourage others to vote yes on, and that's Christopher Corey, C-O-U-R-Y, C-O-U-R-Y. Okay. Christopher Corey is one I know of who's a good egg, and I, definit- and I definitely um, uh, would urge people to vote for him, especially because of the way the left and the Democratic Party has gone after him, and I think a very unseemly a very unseemly way. But what don't they do that's unseemly these days? I, uh, other no, that's than, good to know. Yeah, propositions, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm ardently against both of the propositions, 207 and 208. Yeah. And um, other than that, I'm voting for Donald Trump and Martha McSally. Amen to that. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks. You betcha, sir. You betcha. And anyone else who wants to call in, 602-508-0960. Let's go to John in Phoenix. Hello, John. Hey, uh, Seth, love your show. You make the complicated simple. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's just I'm tired of them taking my money and giving to people who won't work. Everything they do, money raising, No. These prima donna teachers, they can't go to school and teach the kids. But they, they indoctrinate our kids. You know, they're not teaching our kids. So why give these people more money? They won't even go to work. Think about, think about the stakes in education if Joe Biden becomes president. The word, of the, the word over the last couple of days has been he would be looking for a teacher's union leader to take the position of secretary of education. There is so much that can be done even with a minimalized effort from the Department of Education and a Republican administration helping 
more fostering of charter and school choice with grants and so forth. But think about all the reversal of choice that would take place under a Biden administration. And yes, look at what has happened over the past several years, even in Arizona. You're absolutely right to raise it. Even in Arizona, um, they, they held up the state hostage for pay raises, walking out on their jobs just a couple years ago. And now this again, uh, the, what, 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 what coronavirus has done in the schools, or I should say what it has allowed the schools to do to themselves and to the children is an incredible thing. It's, it's just an incredible thing, John. This is a disease yeah. that just doesn't affect our children. Um, it just doesn't. And, uh, you know, if you, if you want to find an exception here, there more children die from the flu each year than anything close to what they will die from with COVID. And I'm reminded, I'm just reminded of something Albert Shanker, one of the heads of the, one of the major heads of the teacher union said in the seventies, he said, as soon as students start paying union dues, they will be my first concern. You understand the point. You understand the point. The, 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 The student is not the union's concern. The teacher is. And that's, that's perverse. It's perverse. The teachers should be judged on, they should get a pay raise if their scores rise, you know, on the students. John, I've been fighting for that for 20 years. That uh, Merit pay could raise teacher salaries to the six figures as far as I'm concerned, and it really could if the unions would allow us to do it. They tell us they're professionals, fine, let's treat them like professionals and institute merit pay like we do in almost every other professional industry. The better do better the worse get fired uh, or, or and, and a mediocre stay in the middle. You, you, you could solve, with merit pay, you could solve almost every concern having to do with teacher pay. But they won't allow it. They won't allow it we'll allow because, it. because nope, nope. they want a Lake Wobegon rule where they're all, all of them are no better than average. Yeah, no more handouts. I'm tired of these people being paid to sit on a bus, smoke dope, and watch TV all day long. You know, i got to go to work and pay for those people. I hate it. John, I understand the theory. I understand. How are you seeing the election coming out tomorrow? I really believe Trump's going to win because I went to Costco. They're sold out of all paper products. People are panicking about this whole thing. And everybody I talked to in Costco. You mean they're preparing to prepare for riots? Is that what they're doing here? Well, the people are, are feeling that it's going to be, you know, another pandemic uh, rush on everything. You can't buy stuff in the stores anymore. There's lines everywhere at Costco. We're on a Monday, it was. Uh, you know, 45 minutes in line to, to get some frozen products and some salt and pepper. Wow. Wow. We're, no toilet paper, one case of water. We're, we're back. To, okay. We're back to acting like the banana republic because the left won't get their way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, I think. Trump do you think it's solved? Because... By the way, do you think this problem is solved by a Trump victory? Do you think we have to go through it for another four years? Well, Trump needs to clean house. He needs to fix the FBI, the CIA, all these people that have been, you know, trying to impeach him for the last three years. We need to fix. He needs to finish draining the swamp. The swamp is deep. It's not only deep, but think about who was making this point. Someone earlier today, I don't remember who. It's not original to me. Maybe Victor Hansen, I think, was making the point that... When Trump wins re-election, or if he wins re-election, think about how he did it. 
not a single major institution on his side. Only the American people. Only the American people. That's quite something. Now imagine how now imagine how different this race would be if he had some of the major institutions on his side. He's fighting them all because they're fighting us. Well, he would have won by landslide. It just I personally believe it was done on purpose to destroy America and bring China to number one. That, that's my belief. Conspiracy. Well, I, I, look, there's going to have to be an accounting with China, with the World Health Organization. And there's going to have to be an accounting, too. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. There's going to have to be an accounting, too, with what the fallout from the governors who have engaged in the, in the strictest of lockdowns have given this country. Because we are now only just beginning, only just beginning to see what they, are, what, 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 what they have, what they have, um, what they have unleashed in problems having to do with substance abuse, in problems having to do with alcohol and drug relapse, with problems having to do with mental health. What the kids have lost in learning, some of it may never be able to be recovered. There is um, going to be a reckoning having to do with uh, countries that depend on the United States economically. Over a billion people probably put back into poverty, Uh, children, hunger, um, the U.N. is just beginning to report on it. The Democrats who love to cite the U.N. all of a sudden are not citing the U.N. anymore because they are now taking seriously what's being done in uh, underprivileged countries with the children, their inability to get vaccines, their inability to get food. All of the miraculous things that have been done for other countries by dint of the United States engine have been shut down with dire consequences there. I don't just care about the other countries. I don't mean it to focus exclusively on it. It's but one element. What we are doing to ourselves, what we are doing to our children, there has to be an accounting. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Doing the job that the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN won't do, it is a delight to welcome to the airwaves the former mayor of New York, attorney to the President of the United States, Mr. Rudy Giuliani. Mr. Mayor, thank you for joining us. Welcome. We've been basically censored by big tech and the big and the big networks. So I've going on local television, local radio. And I really found it's a, it's the way in which we can get around this sort of I don't even know how to describe it. I've never seen anything like this with this iron curtain of censorship that they've put up. But in any event, it seems to be working because we've been on over a hundred local stations and we're getting the message out about about this hard drive, which is powerful evidence of criminality. It really has to be considered by the American peace people before you put someone in the White House who's completely compromised by by communist China. Mr. Mayor, when you were the U.S. attorney, you put a lot of, shall we say, families behind bars. Tell me about, right, tell me what this, what the criminality and this family is that you see so far as a preliminary, uh, just from your preliminary investigations. Well, it isn't 
you know, I've been investigating this for two and a half years. Okay. It began it began as part of my defense of the president. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm very, very annoyed, if more than annoyed. I can't really express my anger at the fact that the FBI never gave us this hard drive during the impeachment because the hard drive gives all of the evidence of the criminality of the Bidens in Ukraine that would have concerned the president and made his request completely justifiable and understandable. Mm-hmm. Why the FBI would hide it is something that should be investigated. Because That's... they also hid other things, including Brennan's letter to Trump, in which he says that Hillary Clinton was developing a narrative that Trump colluded with the Russians in order to cover up her problems with her computer. That letter was never given to us either by the FBI. So putting that aside, when I got the hard drive, and I got it from Mr. Isaacs, who's the man who was given it to to, uh, repair, Mm -hmm. who gave it to my lawyer, who validated it before he gave it to me, and then I did my job of validating it. When I got the hard drive, I realized that everything that everything we thought about the Ukraine was true. But much more than that, the crimes in China were much more significant. Both the amounts of money and the national security aspect of it. After all, China, I don't know the right word to describe China. I'm hesitant to say enemy because we're not at war. They certainly are an adversary, we would say, right? Yep. Uh, they're, try- they're trying to steal all our intellectual property. They do everything they can to thwart us throughout the world. And they definitely are the source of coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, it came from Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. They closed down everything in China and sent their people all over the world to spread it. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got 200,000 people dead that wouldn't be dead if China had contained it and not sent their people around the world or told us earlier. And we've got million, a million, over a million people dead worldwide. This is a very bad country. And it isn't a bad country. It's not. It's only. A, it's only a hundred million people in China that are bad. It's the Chinese Communist Party. Right. The other people are victims. Yeah. The no, other. They're, they're the captives of their leaders, of course. Yes. Billion right. are are victims of these right. atheist, maniacal killers. I mean, this this is a regime that has at times recommended killing female babies because there were too many females. Mm-hmm. Because communism has no respect for human life. Mm-hmm. Human life is subordinate to the state. So if you get too old, you know, they can kill you. So this is what we're dealing with. The Bidens have had two major transactions with China. One happened when he was vice president. This is on on the hard drive. Mm-hmm. One of them, Hunter Biden went along with his father on Air Force Two to China about 2015. And Joe was supposed to negotiate for Obama and get them out of the islands they shared with Japan where they had militarized those islands, and he was supposed to get them to lower some significant tariffs. Nobody knew why Hunter was along on the trip, but when it ended, uh, Joe failed completely in his negotiations for us. In other words, the tariffs were not lowered, they were raised. The military presence on the islands was increased. And even the contemporary newspaper accounts were that he was a terrible failure in China. What we didn't know is his family was a big success in China, Because eight days after he returned, Hunter got a letter from the Bank of China committing $1 billion to Hunter's private equity fund. Now, they would never have given Hunter a billion dollars. Hunter is a lifetime crack addict. 
probably lifetime because of the way his father treated him. And uh, I mean, there isn't any doubt about that, but unfortunately I have 29,800 pictures of which a thousand probably show Hunter smoking crack in the bathroom, in the living room, in his office, while driving an automobile in a closet. And of course the Chinese have all these pictures. You realize that, right? Well, of course if they would, drive, and that therein have... comes the national security threat, doesn't it, Oh, Mr. my God, it's, it's, it's a uh, travesty. I mean, if if, um, if I have these 29,000 pictures, I have to imagine they're probably at least double that number. Yeah, sure. Because he had other computers. He lost another one in Boston, Yeah, and that one is being analyzed right now. So... Is... Let me let me let me put forward to you the question I get from my listeners all the time, and, and there's no one better to answer it than you. When, God please, if Donald Trump is reelected, and I expect he will be, is there a way? Is it possible to clean up the FBI? Yeah. Oh. 100%. Okay. Okay. I think I think I think when when President Trump came into office, and I, I will share this with you because we spent five months together when he was running and. It was sort of my job to educate him on the federal government because I served the federal government sure. 17 years of my life. Yep. When he came into office, we, we knew we knew that the, starting with Clinton, it really had been uh, corrupted greatly. Now, I, I, I think the Democratic Party is a wonderful party with wonderful people, good people. And I think their problem is Clinton. Clinton corrupted the upper levels of the party. Uh-huh. And he corrupted our government. He turned the Justice Department into kind of a political operation. He started using the FBI and the and the IRS for political missions. All the things they accused Nixon of, he actually yeah. did. Yeah. And then Obama took it to a much higher degree and got away with it because he was the prince of the press. And Obama could do no wrong. Neither could anybody working for him, which is why Biden is getting this kind of protection. So... When I saw this, I mean, when I when I when I saw this this hard drive, I said this got to get out. We have to get this out. The FBI had it for seven or eight months. They hid it from us. Uh, no point in going to the FBI. They'd find about ten reasons to wait six weeks to put it out, and the election would be over. So I I gave it to the New York Post, but the New York Post didn't just publish it. They they verified it. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of corroboration here. There's a lot of corroboration. More yeah. corroboration than ever existed yep. for anything ever published. They Sorry. published a stolen version of his tax return, yep. which may or may not be true. Right. And they have an anonymous source. Yeah. They have never been verified. Here we have a source on the record. Right. Mr. Isaac says this is his hard drive. We have a document with his handwriting on it acknowledging it. And then if you look at the hard drive, it clearly is him. You betcha. Thank I, you, sir. I just need to urge people to vote Republican. Absolutely. To clean it out. We'll clean it out. They will not. They'll continue it. Nicely put. Thank you, sir, for everything you. you do. Thank, Thank you. you. For calls, but first let me put in a word from my good buddy James Wexler. He's the real estate agent that guarantees to sell your home at market value or pay you the difference. He can also make you an upfront guaranteed offer on your home within 24 hours if that's easier for you. There's a reason the Phoenix Business Journal ranks James the number one selling individual agent in Arizona. 
If you're thinking about selling your home or if you are in the midst of it and it's not going well, give James Wexler a call at 480-386-0711 or visit him at jameswexler.com. That's James Wexler, W-E-X-L-E-R.com. Esther in Phoenix. Welcome, Esther. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am pretty darn good, I'll tell you. Uh, I, where were you on Friday? I called you and you weren't home. i wanted to tell you about being at the goodyear airport on wednesday for the trump rally and it was a long 12-hour day that was absolutely marvelous and uh i what made me so happy seth i'm a senior senior and i went with a friend that's a senior senior we were so outnumbered by young people I was ecstatic. I mean, there were students for Trump, Latinos for Trump, Jews for Trump, women for Trump, and they were young. Young people there with their families, with their kids. It was so exciting. And I I don't know. There were thousands. I don't know how many were there, but there were thousands there. And somebody said, oh, well, you know, what's her name on CNN? She had a real field day with, oh, yeah, look at all those people out there without masks. He doesn't care about his people. I said, nobody forced anybody to go there. Everybody right. went because they wanted to. And it was it was a long, hard day. It wasn't easy. No. At, uh, yeah. Thursday, I felt like I got hit by a mass truck. But <laughs> it was wonderful. It really was. And, and you know, I, I just can't believe. With all the excitement that we see all over this country for him, no matter where, no matter what state, the parade, the flag, you know, I, I, I can't believe that he is not going to win. I, 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 I have agreed. I agree with that sentiment. I don't know how you take this energy that has broken the bottle, frankly. It is so much energy you cannot bottle. I, I've never seen anything like it. I don't think there you has know? ever been anything like it. And I, I cannot imagine. I mean, either, either, the, either the pollsters are correct against all we're told about quiet Trump voters, or box office matters at the end of the day. And I love the story you tell Esther about seeing all these young people because ultimately, you know, I, I know how CNN paints us, and I know they like to think of us as. As as hate filled, these are love stories that they will never understand. You, you were talking about the different groups that were out there, whether it was Hispanics for Trump or African Americans for Trump or Jews for Trump. It's Americans for Trump, and really, it's Americans for America. And they were yelling, "We love you, we yeah. love you, USA, yeah. USA." Yeah. Four more years. I mean, these people were not at gunpoint put in. No, there. they no. stood in line. We stood in line hours. We you rode bet. buses. You bet. You know, it was hot. Um, it was it was it was so inspiring. I said what really, really made me feel it was worth it that I saw the young people, the future of the country yep. is there. Yep. I just hope that we just uh, I, I hope these news agencies that, that lie through their teeth. But here's another thing. I'm I'm a, a poll observer. Yeah. And I did an observation this afternoon in a very mixed ethnic polling place, an emergency polling place, mm-hmm. and it, I was there about four and a half, five hours. There must have been, I would say, at least 10 to 12 first 
first-time young voters. Yeah, they're not doing because that for every, Joe Biden. They're not doing that for Joe Biden. No, I don't no. think every time we got a first a first timer, a first first time voter, every you know all the judges we would everybody would clap, give them a big hand, and everything. Sure. They were young people. They were not senior citizens hobbling in there. Nice. However, on the bus over to the Goodyear Airport on Wednesday, I was on a bus with a lady that was sixty three years old, severely handicapped, but said. I'm doing this, walking across a broken dirt parking lot on a walker to go see Trump. And she said, it's the first time in 63 years I have ever voted. I'm ashamed to say that, but I had to vote. There's a ton of that, Esther. Well, thank you for your hard work. And now you can go tell your family and friends that you were on the show right between Rudy Giuliani and John Voight. John Voight is coming right. right up. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. It is an honor and privilege to welcome to the airwaves of Phoenix actor, activist, legendary actor and activist, Mr. John Voight. Mr. Voight, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you, Seth. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I want to talk a little bit about tomorrow from your perspective. You've been through a few more elections than I have, and we go through every election saying it's the most important in our lives, but it's truer to me now than ever before, isn't it? Um, I wonder how you see it. Yes, it is true. Uh, I think this is life or death, actually. I think this we're looking at a, a vicious attack on our country, it's been going on for many years uh, through the KGB and all sorts of leftist, uh, you know, uh, villains attacking the country, and it's passed over to certain people who are today, uh, you know, infilt- have infiltrated our media, our, our our school system with the kids, and and uh, Hollywood too has been overtaken, and this has been a long process, and 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 these people that have done this have had a lot of practice at it over the years. I mean, the KGB was responsible for turning over many countries, all of Eastern Europe, North Korea, Vietnam, uh, Cuba, uh, Venezuela, too, eventually. But anyway, they had a lot of practice at it. In the 60s, I saw a lot of that, you know, firsthand. And uh, I finally woke up. So I was in the same boat as many of the people in Hollywood today that I couldn't see, you know, I couldn't see anything with any depth, and I really didn't uh, didn't pursue the truth. I just wanted to keep working in Hollywood, and, the, and uh, you know, it was the thing to do. So that's what they're doing now. They're just following one another, uh, picking up sound bites and bites and listening to a radical mainstream media that has been completely overtaken. It's ama- an amazing thing. It's so disturbing to see what has happened to our country, the attacks on our country. And so we have a choice now between uh, someone who is very much for our country and understands the value of our, of our great, uh, you know, the, the light of, of, of the world, really, for all these many years, and, and has a great uh, confidence in America, he's committed to America, and he has taken on the fight for America. Uh, and he is, the, by the way, he's the least colorblind, he's the least racist president. He's a colorblind fellow. Probably, uh, you know, everything that they say against him is really stuff that that uh, can be 
charged properly against them, you know, all the things that they say against them. But they lie and they, they slander this man. But he's a very great man, and he has the indispensable attribute of a leader, courage. He's not afraid to say what has to be said or go where others are afraid to go in, uh, in, in pursuit of the truth and in defense of the truth and, and the country that he represents. So anyway, it's a big, big election. And, we, and it comes down to a man who believes in America, believes that America is good, and one who is controlled by a movement that believes that America is bad and wants to bring it down. That, so that's I'm so what we have I'm so I'm so glad you went there because I want to pick up on that point. Isn't that a big difference? You tell me. I, you were there. I think you even made a movie about it, if I'm not mistaken. The Revolutionary, right? Um, I just did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a big difference between the '60s and '70s and today? In those days, the Democratic Party wanted nothing to do with the Weather Underground and the Black Panthers, the revolutionary movements, if you will, in this country, and that's different. This time too, isn't it? Or am I wrong? No, you're you're right. the um, The Democrat Party was a very different Dem- Democrat Party at that time. Of course, John Kennedy would have been looked at as a, as a, an extreme right winger today, and uh, and now we have this situation where these guys are Marxists. They're they're really aggressive Marxists, trained Marxists. And uh, they're dedicated to bringing down the country. And they took God out of their platform and uh, Jerusalem out of their platform at one point. And, uh, and now they've been overtaken by all of these very mean-spirited, uh, America-hating people who, uh, who are totally against almost everything we're for. And the attacks have, uh, from the left have been centered on the family, on churches, on God. You know, uh, on uh, our education system, t- turning it over to, uh, t- t- turning our children over to this uh, indoctrination every time they go to school, and uh, and so it's very it's very different now. We're talking to John Voigt, legendary actor and activist. Uh, Mr. Voigt, on that point, you've mentioned so many of these culture, cultural institutions that the left has taken over, schools, entertainment, yeah, Hollywood, yeah. media. Is that why they and push we, we, so we hard? We just have yeah. a battle to fight right. for our kids. We have a, that's what it's all about tomorrow. We have, to have, we have to fight for the America that we were given, the greatness of this country, all of the different values, the freedoms that we have. That are being assaulted now. It's a, and this we, we we want to we want to pass on. So the the idea of make America great again is a perfect slogan that uh, Donald Trump used because we we had lost it. The the influences were you know you you can't speak out the things that you believe any longer without getting uh, threats. It's terrible. It's I like want to uh, you saw like that I mean altogether. Your industry was particularly good once upon a time at teaching us about that, sort of. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. the blacklist that, that we have been lectured to again and again and again. That's now in reverse, isn't it? Not as if Republicans are the same as communists, but that has reversed itself, and they have, I guess as you say, become all that they have uh, campaigned against conservatives on, haven't they? They uh, are absolutely. the great censors absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They, they are, there is blacklisting in Hollywood. It's It's been like this for quite a long time. They, they will not tolerate uh, conservatives, which are, who are they? Conservatives. Conservatives believe in the country, yep. the values of the country, the values that made us great, that we're so proud of, 
that we were taught were so so important that the world looked to. The reason why people are coming to our country continuously and still doing that is because those freedoms are still intact and those values are still intact. But they're really uh, almost, you know, the, the, the battle is on and, uh, and they're threatened with extinction. And that's, the, that's what's going to happen at the polls tomorrow. We're going to see where the American people fall. And I think the, the most difficult thing to determine and the, and the most frightening thing is that these people who are without God and therefore without rules of any kind, they, uh, there's no moral compass for, for any of them. And that's what you've seen in these attacks on the president. They just say anything and, and all these lies that they cook up and the, the, the different uh, ways that they have uh, misused, uh, you know, the, the freedoms that we have in this country. The, uh, um, they, with all of that that's going on, you know, uh, we we still have people flooding to America because it's a beacon of freedom and uh, hope, and uh, and I want to, and we want to protect that. That's for the world, not only for the United States. Let me and, let me uh, pause you on let me pause you on that for the world because as we see ourselves as a new Jerusalem, you have been animated on how great Donald Trump was on the old Jerusalem, having you. What he's done with the Middle East is an incredible thing, isn't it? Incredible. It's never been done. It's unprecedented what he's done. And you can see, you see, this this capacity for leadership, this guy is, is amazing. I mean, I, I watched him from the beginning, you know, with, with uh, three or four hours sleep, have these days filled with activity and going from one thing to another and making and, and, and uh, you know, setting a record amid all of the attacks on him and, and his... Uh, family and and his you know uh compatriots and his and, and his administration it's just it's just amazing what he has accomplished well mr more void than, it's more than any other president uh, before him mr void it's amazing what you've accomplished thank you for lending your voice to this great cause our country really truly it's been an honor talking with you thank yes, you go sir. out go, please go out and vote for your, for your kids future please save this country for your grandchildren the same country that you were given god bless Beautiful. God bless you, sir. Kind of interesting coming in with Sesame Street after the great John Boyd was saying, do this for your children, do it for your grandchildren. There's so much in what he said and to unpack, and there's very little I can do to put a coda on this show uh, today uh, to close this show that improves on the passion of Mr. Voigt. But... He did mention John Kennedy, and I know Mr. Void is very committed to um, to um, to the, the the values and beliefs of his of his religion. And I was just thinking, as one episodic difference between how Democrats talked then and talk now, I was thinking of the closing of John F. Kennedy's inaugural speech, and um, particularly the last seven words. And, 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 and I guess I'll just repeat the last, the last two sentences of his inaugural right now as a close to this show. Finally, whether you are citizens of America or citizens of the world, ask of us the same high standards of strength and sacrifice which we ask of you. With a good conscience as our only sure reward, with history 
the final judge of our deeds. Let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Class dismissed.